This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Getsy Health Podcast. We have with you Aubrey Taylor. She, hey. Welcome. I'm Thank so, you. I'm so excited for this episode. There's no Tristan, you guys, in case you didn't notice. He is at another meditation retreat. But today we are going to be talking about mindset and healing. And what was that last one? Identity. And identity. And I'm really excited for this because, one, I need to introduce you guys to Aubrey. She's one of our wellness coaches at Prova Health now. Uh, she just started with us, but she's already done a live Zoom with the Guts Health members talking about this, and people's minds were just blown. But the reason why I want to talk about this and I want to introduce this concept to people because I feel like we, for the past year, just over a year in our podcast, we have really hit hard with the nutrition, the lifestyle, the food, the chemicals, the this, the that, like the, the stuff that is tangible. But what about the toxins in our mind, right? Yeah, like so important. The negative tapes that tell us that this doesn't matter. The negative tapes that tell us we're not worthy of healing. The negative tapes that tell us we can't heal. And I feel like I almost jumped too soon with the podcast because we should have started here. We should have started with the mindset, like tilling the soil to grow the seeds. Right. And I feel like now we are tilling the soil. So for a lot of people that are listening, I've gotten so much great feedback that you listen to the podcast, you listen to my Instagram stories, you're learning, you're growing, you're healing yourselves without me even meeting you. And it's beautiful. And then there is some feedback where people are not quite there because they can't change their mindset or they have these mental blocks or they can't make the changes. And, you know, I, I often talk about victim mode and like yes. in, in every, in every situation, there's a victim, a hero and a villain, right? Mm -hmm. And we listen to a message and we immediately go into villain mode or victim mode mm -hmm. and we don't know why. Right. So Aubrey's going to tell us about the why today. <laughs> Welcome. Yes, I'm super excited to talk to you guys about this. Um, so tell everyone about who you are, what yeah. you do, where you live. So I live here in Provo with Janique, um, and I just kind of found her on Instagram, and then I was like, wait a second, she's like right in my backyard. <laughs> and then we ended up running into each other at a couple grocery stores, and that was that. Like I feel like fate and the universe just kind of pushed us onto the same path. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were already doing similar things in our lives. So um, you actually wanted the handle gutsy underscore mom. Yes. Right? That's how you found me. <laughs> yes. I was looking to change my Instagram, like from just me, you know, me and cute pictures of my kids to something more along the lines of gut health, inflammation, hormone balance, because that's what I do. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if Gutsy Mom's available. And so I go and in and search it and I'm like, oh, interesting. Someone already has it. Let me stalk her for a minute. And I like literally started bawling because it was like watching the vision, the future version of myself that mm -hmm. I had like envisioned. That's so cool. And I have then, goosebumps. Yeah, I know. It was like, it was so cool. So anyway, I'm not Gutsy Mom. I'm Heal Your Three on Instagram. <laughs> but I like that search, trying to change my name was how I found you. And then we ran into each other at like Harmon's or something. Yes. Anyway, so. So let me ask you quick, what yeah. is the three? So the three is gut health, inflammation, and like insulin and hormone balance. Hormones. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Which is so important, right? Yes. It's the, I, I mean, really it's the root of all chronic disease, I think. Mm -hmm. But also I've kind of narrowed it down to three pillars of health that I teach people, which are nutrition, mindset, and stress management. Which is 
ginormous stress management, right? Right. Because if we are eating the perfect diet and we're stressed out of a mind, Mm -hmm. like that still causes tons of inflammation. Right. And that's the missing piece that we haven't really hit on. And you guys, like, uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to be bringing on a bunch of people who talk about mind-body connection over the next few months because this is the evolution of the podcast. It's like, okay, we got the nutrition down. Don't worry. We're still going to talk about nutrition and like body hacks and stuff, but we need to start hacking our minds. Our minds need to be in alignment for these beautiful bodies to flourish with, right? Because otherwise we are just prisoners in these negative tapes that hinder our progress and our ability to heal. Right. And I feel like too, our mindset keeps us in the box, a certain box of identity that we can't break out of, whether that identity is a certain diagnosis or mm-hmm. a certain uh, religious affiliation or a title at our job or whatever, like, and it just keeps us in this box and it keeps us from progressing. Exactly. Exactly. So, I want you to just kind of take the reins. Okay. You're going. So Aubrey is going to, what we want to talk today about is the subconscious and the conscious Mm -hmm. mind because, you know, affirmations, they're all conscious mind, you know, repeating things to yourself. That's all conscious. How do we penetrate the subconscious? Right. That can be a little bit more difficult, correct? Right. Absolutely. There's a filter between the conscious and the subconscious mind that protects it because here's something that we all need to know that I want to start off with is that our brains are wired to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. They're not wired for us to change and progress necessarily. I want to add something to that. Our bodies are also wired to keep us safe, right? So if you're in fight or flight and rest and digest, Mm -hmm. like you're, and I always say this with hormones, like if you're in fight or flight, your hormones are going to be geared for fight and flight and not like sexy time, let's grow babies. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Which is why so many women are dealing with infertility because we have stress through the wazoo because our bodies and our brains are like, let's run from that bear. Well, and that's why too, intimacy has dropped during coronavirus Mm -hmm. and like self sequestration frustration. Like you would think we're locked up at each other with home. We're like, like doing it all no. that time. <laughs> and we're not. And people aren't because they're like so stressed. So stressed. The fear and the stress is like, yeah, those hormones are not functioning. No, not. They're a- like, you're sleeping on the couch. I'm yeah. sleeping in the bed. <laughs> Cortisol through the wazoo. Yes. Everyone's in flame now. So, okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted no. you. So no, our brain is geared to keep us alive. And safe. And safe. And alive and safe doesn't necessarily mean thriving. It more means like stagnation, like stay in the cave. There's a Mm -hmm. scary lion out there, like you were saying, fight or flight. So our brains want us to stay safe. And so our subconscious programming is protected by a filter Mm -hmm. that keeps us safe, keeps us steady, Eddie, but not changing, not healing, not progressing necessarily. Yes. So we're going to talk about a little bit later today, some hacks to get through that subconscious filter because you can get through it. And really like rewrite the subconscious tapes um, rather than just doing a conscious mind affirmation. I love that. So Um, let's talk about the subconscious really fast. Where is that born? Because I've heard that we get these subconscious programmings in like the first six years of our lives. Some people say the first four. And that's often groomed according to, you know, parents and friends and religion and belief systems and what you were experiencing at that time, you know, maybe traumatic events. Mm -hmm. And so all of these things kind of coincide together to create these subconscious messages of you're not enough, you're important, you're not important, you're a burden. Um, yeah. you are unworthy and we don't even recognize that, right? right. Like, because it's not conscious. It's mm-hmm. not conscious thought. And I would say even it can go back 
multiple generations. Mm. Like there can be intergenerational subconscious mindset from trauma, like generations back. And they show this too in like it's rat or mice studies that if the mother was shocked, Mm -hmm. then the baby rat almost somehow knows baby rat was never shocked, but it knows to avoid the trigger. Right. And it never had experience like the tool with the trigger. or something, right? right. Mm-hmm. And so it's that somehow subconsciously the baby knows to avoid the trigger. And so we can get our triggers from what our parents experienced, exactly. what our grandparents experienced. Like it can go deep. There's some super sound research out there on Holocaust survivors mm-hmm. and how their their children and grandchildren and great grandchildren are more predisposed to anxiety and depression right. than almost any other population out there. Right. And so I am 100% a firm believer of inheriting trauma, inheriting yeah these these negative patterns that our parents have. And uh, right. and so it's it's such a fascinating uh, area to study mm-hmm. and we're just getting these breakthroughs in the past 20 years around these concepts. And now we're just barely integrating that. I love the language because I, I, we talk with so many people at, at Provo health and I love how every, the language around healing is people are working on their stuff. You know, they're like, I am, I am healing the generational wounds, the generational traumas. So I don't pass this on to my son. So I don't pass this on to my daughter. It's like huge, huge. Um, yeah. Like I've, been able to be that role in Mm -hmm. the female lineage, I guess, Mm -hmm. for some things that really were poignant. So yeah, I love it. It's, it's so cool to have the tools to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, at your fingertips. So I do want to talk about that today. Um, but I want to start with my favorite word of all Mm -hmm. of all time ever is metanoia and the definition of metanoia. I don't know if you've heard of it before, but it's the journey of changing one's mind, heart and self or your beliefs or way of life to release limiting beliefs and adopt ones that will serve your growth better. So it's almost like a spiritual conversion, but not in a religious way. It's like you're just changing your soul kind Mm -hmm. of like, or maybe you're aligning your conscious mind with your soul. I don't know, but it's a journey. Like what I really like is it's a journey allowing yourself to say, oh, that old way of thinking or doing something isn't serving me so Mm -hmm. I can release it to go forward instead of keep self-sabotaging myself. Exactly. These things that aren't working. So, but what you're also going to tell us today is how we can get that message yes. subconsciously too. Yes. Right. Because we can say these things consciously, mm-hmm. but then they don't stick around. Right. Because we haven't penetrated that, right. that barrier that divides the conscious with the subconscious. Right. Right. Okay. So let's use an analogy to describe that. And I kind of wish this was a video, but if you're listening to this, picture a big tree in your mind, like a big apple tree. Okay. And, but you're not seeing just the tree, you're seeing the ground level and the root system and the soil beneath it. So the, the ground level where the grass is growing is like the filter between the conscious and the subconscious mind. Everything above ground is the conscious mind. Mm -hmm. It's our thoughts, our feelings, everything below the ground is the subconscious mind. And that's really where mindset lives is like in the soil. Mm -hmm. So it gives nutrition to the roots that are like our belief system. And then those grow up into the trunk of the tree, which is like our thoughts and emotions. And the trunk grows into the branches, which are our actions and our effort. And then the branches grow into the fruit, which is the results that we're getting in our life. So basically the subconscious is like the nurturer of the tree. Just like the gut is the nurturer for the whole brain, right? Like Exactly. (laughs) It's like so similar to the analogy Mm -hmm. of the gut is like, 
you know, the it, soil system and, yep. or like the soil on the earth is the gut of the planet or something. I always say the roots are the gut. So if yes. they're absorbing, you know, and right. so if, like if you have a dying root system, you have a dying body. So right. fix the gut first. But when it comes to mindset, it's fix the subconscious, like yeah. penetrate the subconscious, right. reprogram it. And it's like the soil that the roots of our thoughts are growing in. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're amending the soil. I love that. We're just adding to it, adding life to it. And I would say that like, as far as results go, like the fruit on the tree mindset. So like the soil is 80% of how well that fruit's going to grow. So mindset is 80% of our results. So as I work with people, I try to first work on mindset, like 80% of the time Mm -hmm. and 20% of it being nutrition, um, supplements, you know, making sure you're exercising, but really focusing honestly on the mindset and reprogramming that subconscious to work with you in your healing journey. And I'll be honest, like in, in my past, I've always been like, well, 80% is nutrition, 20% Mm -hmm. is mindset. And now it's almost like 30, 33, 33, 33, where it's like 33% nutrition, 33% mindset, 33% like moving your body, exercising, stretching, yoga, whatever you can, going for a walk, right? you know, grounding, that kind of stuff. And so, so I, I I love that you're like, for you at 80% is mindset. Well, and I feel like too, along those lines, all, not all, but a lot of the stress mindset or stress management that we do is mindset, Mm -hmm. is helping our mindset to change. So yeah, they're so integrated. They really are. I love that. I really love that in our hair analyses too. Mm-hmm. They often show emotions. Yes. Now, <laughs> now, now here's the thing. Like this is this is terrible because like I got the nutrition down. I can like lecture people till I'm blue in the face about nutrition. As soon as emotions come up in those hair analyses, I'm like, I got nothing. Like, right. <laughs> and people are like, well, what do I do about that? I'm like, I have no idea. Like I am the blind leading the blind here <laughs> because I run off of anxious fumes all day. And I'm trying like 2020 is my year to like redo that yes. because I realized that that's not sustainable, which is why I feel like this podcast is moving in that direction. Cause as yeah. I'm healing that in myself, you know, it's like, let's, let's just have everyone heal that within them too. Right. Yeah. And so I love when the, the emotions come up in the hair analyses and I'm like, oh, dang it. Like, <laughs> what do I say? Hire a therapist, like right. go see candy graves. I don't know. So I'm glad that you are in the office now and you can like yes. help people through that. So, yeah. And it's like you said, it's just so important. And I feel like sometimes it's scary, like, cause it's not tangible. The nutrition is very tangible. Mm-hmm. Supplements yeah. are very tangible. Getting normal movement is very tangible. Right. Grounding is even tangible. But like the emotional detoxification and like rewiring all of that, mm-hmm. it's not tangible. Right. And, so. and nutrition and exercise, like that's all very formulaic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. When it comes to emotional wounds, it's so unique and individualized. But I do feel like there it can be formulaic and I want to get to that. Oh, okay. With yes, Perfect. with like the tangible steps. I'm excited. So for this. yeah. So a lot of it like I want to go back, like how do we get this messed up subconscious? Because mm-hmm. you were talking about like childhood. We talked about it can go back generationally. Um, and really it's like whatever tape has been running the longest is it's like that every time that tape plays, it's a rut that just chips a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper. And the deeper it is in your subconscious, the more you have to work on it to reprogram those tapes. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, it's like you're an app on your phone. That's really old. That you haven't updated in forever. And you keep getting the alerts to update the app and you just swipe them away because mm-hmm. it's an annoying notification. But then all of a sudden the app stops working. Yeah. Like it literally can't work. 
because you haven't updated it in so long. Mm -hmm. And so many of us are functioning on subconscious tapes that haven't been updated since we were like eight. Right. And all of a sudden it's not working. Well, and no one teaches us these. Right. Like like no, no one ever. I think the closest thing I got as a child was, well, you pray. Right. right. And that's a form of mm-hmm. meditation, but it's not like the most useful form because there's multiple, like yeah. there's prayer and there's meditation and there's breath and there's rewiring of mm-hmm. affirmations. And we weren't taught these skills as kids. Right. Now I love that we are coming into this age of awakening where parents are trying, like even gurus are creating courses for children. There's yes. affirmations for children. There's songs for children. We didn't have this growing up. Mm. You know, it's yeah. just like, be quiet and go to your room and throw a tantrum up there. Right. Scream into a pillow. Get it all out. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not helpful. Right. Like that, that's not frustration tolerance learning right there. That's just, you're an inconvenience when you are in this state. Mm -hmm. Therefore your worth is less. Right. Right. How many of us got that message? Like not like you don't recognize that that's the message you got, but Mm -hmm. oh, high emotions equals you are a disturbance in my life. Go away. Well, and I even want to play off of that because So my daughter, as we were working through her emotions, when she was five, we took her to a child psychologist. And you know what the only thing they said was? What? When she was acting out, put her in a timeout. And I was like, no, no, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I'm not teaching you to that. I'm going to isolate you Mm -hmm. when you're having problems. Right. That's and like, so, I mean, psychologists are teaching this. This was Mm -hmm. like a very well referred child psychologist. Right. And. So I don't even know if they have these skills, you know? Yeah. I, so, like we're kind of like, this is valuable. Lead. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of like the blind leading the blind right yeah. now, you yeah. know? And you know, when we know better, we do better. And maybe even in our scientific literature, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. We're not at, we're, we're at okay information when it comes to mental well-being. Right. And if the scientific literature is any like evidence that we have the right information. Just look at our mental wellness in our country right now. It's the worst it's ever been. Or lack of. Yeah, exactly. So clearly our scientific literature is not serving us. It's Mm -hmm. not helping us. It's not helping us progress and heal our emotions and our mindset. Right. So we got to flip the switch and we got to change the tune. Yeah. And I think these tools are so easy that kids can do them. I do them with my young children. Like I have kids that are 10, six, and I have a two and a half year old, but with the 10 and six year old, this is tangible enough for them to do easily. I love it. And how powerful is that to have a generation of kids? Like what if we Mm -hmm. had a generation of kids that grew up with these tools in their tool belt? What if, like I'm getting goosebumps, what if our elementary schools were teaching this for the first 20 minutes of the day? Seriously. Like I used to be an elementary school teacher Mm -hmm. and like right as I was phasing out of that and into health and wellness, I had this mindset training and I was like, I need to go back to that elementary school and teach the teachers. Right. Like I want to do a teacher in service and teach them how to help their kids develop their mindset and take the reins of it and develop their real identity. Can you imagine if a bunch of hippie moms went to schools and it's like, okay, we're changing the menus. We're changing the vending machines. We're we're adding in yoga and Mm -hmm. meditation and how we discipline. Like, because the core curriculum, somebody's going to hate this. (laughs) That's okay. But the core curriculum of math is of no value to you if you haven't mastered the core curriculum of self, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's just like, it's this most important thing that nobody's teaching our children or can, the adults. Can you expand on that? 
What do you mean by self and math? Like, how does that integrate together? Well, like, there's all these core curriculum standards, right? There's um, standards for math, standards for literacy, science, social studies. Mm -hmm. There's, I just feel like none of that matters Mm -hmm. if the child doesn't have enough self-identity to be a productive member of society. I totally get that. You know? And... So I feel like it's kind of a disservice to our kids that this isn't part of the mass curriculum, right? you know? Totally. So I get that. I totally get that. That's, I feel like that's part of my mission. What I want to do eventually is really integrate this so that a lot of children have access to this Mm -hmm. knowledge. I love it. Because how much better is it? Like as adults, you know, we're trying to rewire and undo stuff. Yeah. What if our kids never had to undo it? They were just building, 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 oh my gosh. building, restructuring, restructuring, yes. redownloading, re- yes. self-constantly updating. So they don't get to age 36 and they're functioning on age eight programming. Mm-hmm. Like and we have a lot of those adults, unfortunately, right so now. So many, so many. So, so let's get to it. Yeah. I love it. So here's some hacks and I'm sure everybody has heard of, well, maybe not everybody, but there's this thing called a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Um, fixed mindset kind of means you're given a set toolbox at birth, basically. Like you have your certain talents, your genetic predispositions, and you can't get outside that box. That's fixed mindset. Growth mindset says, I've been given this toolbox and I can add to it. Mm-hmm. I can dejunk tools that I'm not using or don't need in my life. Mm-hmm. And I can build my skill set as far as I want to take it. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like the ultimate that we're doing here. And I think our bodies too, like, because I do want to tie this back into healing, right? Mm-hmm that our bodies are like the ultimate playground for, for a growth mindset. Right. Because with our quote unquote stuck genome and the genes that we were given at birth, we can make 4 million different bodies with Mm -hmm. that. I've seen it in my own life. I am a completely different, like every cell of my body is on a different vibration than it was four years ago before Mm -hmm. I got on my healing journey to the point that my phone literally categorizes me as two different people. Oh my gosh. Because there was like so much change, so much inflammation and just dis-ease four years ago. Mm -hmm. And so my phone tags me as two separate people. That's insane. Isn't that amazing? Like in your photos? Like yeah. there's, mm-hmm. there's like old face and new right. face. And That's it's crazy. It separates me as two different people. You know, what's interesting is I met a friend a couple weekends ago and, um, and she had been there, are these meditation retreats that I've been going to and just mm-hmm. to work, because like I said, I am working on my emotions big time. I realized I just bottled up everything inside and I stuffed it down hard mm-hmm. and I tied that lid on really tight. Anyway, she, she showed me a picture of her two years ago before her emotional healing mm. and you could see her inflammation and her, her puffiness. And she's like, I feel so much better. I feel so much like, and she said the only thing she changed was healing her mindset, That's beautiful. healing her mind, yeah. you know? And it was interesting because her husband was like, her husband took the photo and he's mm-hmm. like, we need to watch this. Like you're going to change into a completely different woman. And it's not just I, I don't want this to come across as when you heal, you lose weight. Absolutely freaking not. Yeah. When you heal, you lose inflammation. Right. All right. And right. so it's the tone of the skin. Mm-hmm. It's the the puffiness around the eyes. Right. It's yeah. it's all of that. Like, does your hair look thin and right or, and frazzled or, you know, it's these things that that breed healing and it's a mindset mm-hmm. that has shifted that can add to that. Yeah. So I just thought that was really like reaffirming to your cell yes, phone. Yes, totally. Like your cell phone is like, oh, two different people. I'm like, wait a second. My friend just showed me a picture of before and after her emotional yeah. healing and how she's still healing 
kingdom thing. So that's so cool. And well, and I think we see this a lot with people um, who've gone on a healing journey. Mm -hmm. Like, so I listen to Rich Roll a lot um, on his podcast and he talks about this too. Like he's a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Like he was an alcoholic, you know, on his couch, like just fat kind of lazy bum. And now he's this ultra marathon, ultra triathlete. Mm -hmm. Like obviously that's a different body. That's a different physical outcome. That's a different mindset too. Right. Yes, totally. So, I mean, back to the whole concept of growth mindset is that our bodies are like the ultimate playground for that. that. You can create 4 million different versions of yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what you're seeing in the mirror, how you're feeling, you have the power to change it. And you guys need to know that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's something that we've forgotten. Right. Um, can I just say one more thing? Mm-hmm. I, there's this term that I came across. It's called creationship and Ooh. it's creation and relationship. Ooh, and it. you blend them together and you create a creationship I and you creationship yourself. Right. Uh-huh. Anyways. Yeah. So that's remember cool. guys, creationship. creationship, creationship within yourself, within your yes. mind, within your body. Um, what do you want to create? Mm-hmm. What relationships do you want to make with yourself and your body and your mind and your soul and your heart? Yes. Right. Because there is, there's a difference between knowing the information and I'm pointing to my brain and feeling the information yes. and I'm pointing now to my heart. Yeah. Right. Like there's a difference. And then connecting the knowing and the feeling. Yes. Yes. Like that's a, a separate skill too, I think. Exactly. So. Okay. Take the reins. Okay. We have these tapes in our brain, like, and a lot of us have really negative tapes. The funny thing is that as I've talked to people, as I've studied this, we all have very similar negative tapes, but we think that they're unique to us in our circumstance, but they're actually very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And the job then is to rewire those tapes because they've been playing for so long, just in the background, in our own voice, mm-hmm. which is super deceiving, yeah. that we think that they're just a part of our identity. Right. And so to reprogram those tapes, we can use affirmations. And a lot of people use affirmations, but they're only conscious affirmations. And this is what we were talking about on the Zoom call mm-hmm. in the Gutsy Health group. I'm going to give you guys some hacks to... Get through the subconscious filter because remember, it's a protective quote unquote protective filter that tries to keep us from changing. So it's hard to penetrate, but it does have some not necessarily weak points, but I'm just going to call them hacks mm-hmm. that we can use to get through. So, so take basically taking these affirmations from mm-hmm. conscious yes. and making them penetrate the subconscious. Yes, exactly. And, and Getting the into hacks. the soil, like we're amending the soil of our mm-hmm. brain. Okay. If you are doing affirmations, you're probably just working on reprogramming your subconscious mind. And how that would work is let's say you've had the same track that says like, I'm not good enough or I'm ugly or my thighs are too big or, or my nose is too big or I'm a bad mom or I'm a bad mom. How, how many women in the yes. Zoom call were, that was one yes. of their programs, right? Like all of us. My children deserve better. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you have to think like hypothetically, how many times have you said that track? Mm-hmm. Not, not said it out loud, but how many times has your brain in the background been running that tape? Yep. So if you are just using conscious reprogramming, you have to outplay that tape. Yeah. So if it's been a million times, Times, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to consciously do an affirmation a million and one times at the same time, never saying the negative tape again. Right. So you can see how that's like a losing battle, mm-hmm. right? So the hacks get through that. You don't have to just like outplay the tape. It's like getting through the filter and then dropping a nuclear bomb on the bad tape and consciously doing the affirmations. You'd have to like outplay the old tapes, right? It's a losing battle. Mm-hmm. So here are some hacks that you can do with your affirmations 
that penetrate the subconscious and just like drop a bomb and completely obliterate the old tapes. So one of them is time of day. And the filter between your conscious and subconscious mind is weakest right as you're waking up and as you're going to bed, kind of like that between sleep and wake. Mm -hmm. And we've all had that experience, like as we're falling asleep and all of a sudden we get these either like really vivid dreams or really great ideas. Yeah. And then as soon as we wake up to write them down, they kind of like start fading immediately because they're in the subconscious. And so in that betweener phase of sleep and wake, the subconscious filter is really loose Mm -hmm. and there's a lot going on between conscious and subconscious mind. So time of day is really important. Doing affirmations, like as soon as you wake up, still in bed, you can still be laying down if you want to. And then also at night, as you're falling asleep, like the closer to that in-between phase, the better. Mm -hmm. And even another hack would be to record yourself doing the affirmations and have that play as your alarm. I love that. Instead of like a blaring, like fight or flight, wake up, wake up. Yeah. It's your (laughs) calm voice with affirmations and some music in the background. That's waking you up. And so you're not even aware that it's reprogramming your subconscious mind for part of it. So do you think that recording our own affirmations is more powerful than listening to other affirmations? And here's why, Mm -hmm. because a lot of women listening here Mm -hmm. and men have a lot of mental and emotional fatigue. And so when you even ask them, write down five affirmations, they can only do two. Right. Right. So maybe like leaning on pre-recorded affirmations to get them through, Mm -hmm. to get them inspired. Could they utilize that? What's your opinion on that? Yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. I think it's more powerful when it's in your own voice because Mm. the negative tapes are in your own voice. Oh yeah. Right. Like you have to fight fire with fire. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is some value in listening to other people's pre-recorded, uh, like a guided meditation, um, and affirmations. But if you can do it in your own voice, a hundred times more powerful, Cool. that's not a scientific number, but it's a lot more powerful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the other reason would be that it's hard Mm-hmm. for people to actually say out loud the affirmation sometimes right. like tears will come and the throat chakra will close up mm-hmm. before they can actually speak. It's like they're literally choking on their words. Yeah. So if you can get through that and say it yourself and then hear yourself saying it, it's infinitely more powerful. I love that. Cool. So, okay. So number one is time of day. First thing in the morning when you wake up and as you're falling asleep, the second thing that, and maybe this would be number one. I don't know. Like, I almost feel like this is more powerful, but is having some kind of music without lyrics playing while you're saying your affirmations or as like a background soundtrack while you're listening to your own voice, say them Mm -hmm. because music is scientifically proven to penetrate the subconscious. Mm -hmm. And the example that we gave in the, um, the zoom call with the gutsy members was in the movie, the notebook. Mm -hmm. So the old woman, like she's lost her memory And, um, but she can still play that song on the piano. And when she hears that song, the lights come back on and she remembers her husband. Yes. And that's a scientific like phenomenon Mm -hmm. that music will penetrate the subconscious filter. So it needs to be music without lyrics and music that has a good positive vibe, Mm -hmm. like epic hero soundtrack. Yes. Because basically you're rewriting the story that says I'm the epic hero of my own epic life. Right. 
And how many people get goosebumps when they listen to a certain right. song, right? And yes. you don't know why, but that's like a subconscious yes. movement, motion, right? Mm-hmm. And so exactly. get, get that music that like gives you chills mm-hmm. and then listen to those affirmations with that chilling music. Yes. Is there an app where you can like add music and your own worded like affirmations together? I have together? no idea. I'm super not tech savvy. <laughs> if someone figures Somebody will out, know. Yeah, someone will know. Let us know. Okay. That would be awesome though. What's next? Um, I want to, well, so, with the music, someone asked this question. It was a really good question on the zoom call was, does it need to be the same song every time? Or can I do different songs? Mm -hmm. And I would actually say it's good to switch it up because our brain feels safe in patterns. Mm -hmm. And when Mm. we switch it up, we're like tricking the subconscious filter to be more open. Yeah. So I, I actually don't have like my favorite song, favorite soundtrack that I listen to. I just Mm -hmm. search a different one on Spotify every time. Okay. So that's music. So just to review so far, we talked about time of day and then adding in really empowering music that Mm -hmm. has a high frequency. The third that you can do is adding in movement while you're doing the affirmations, while you're listening to music. So you could say them while you're walking Mm -hmm. because movement is just moving energy. Or like doing yoga Mm -hmm. or breath flow or anything like that. Yes. And that's another reason I think that movement's so powerful is because it activates the breath more. Right. We're in a more like conscious state of breath rather than a subconscious passive breathing. Right. And yeah, totally. So with movement, something that I've done with my affirmations is I choreographed it to a yoga sun salutation with my epic hero music. And like, I made sure that the words flowed well with the movement of the sun salutation. Oh, that's beautiful. And it was one of the most impactful ways that I've ever done affirmations. That's awesome. And if you don't know what a sun salutation is, that's fine. Like you can either look it it up (laughs) or just walk while Mm -hmm. you do it. But I feel like the more of the whole body movement you're getting, Mm -hmm. um, the more flow there is and the more change of the subconscious. Yes. So that that seems so powerful. And like, as we're talking about this again, I'm like, why am I not doing this yet? Right. Because how simple is all this? It's so easy. Kids can do this. And it takes like five to 10 minutes. Yes. And, and this is what we said in the zoom call too, was, you know, a lot of people will hit up the gym for two hours a day. Mm -hmm. How many of those people are stressing out their adrenals, right? Overworking Mm -hmm. their bodies and not getting results, right? Yeah. You could take those two hours and split them into 40, 40, 40. So 40 minutes exercising, 40 minutes prepping food, 40 minutes doing affirmations Mm -hmm. and your results will be like exponential. Yeah. Right. And, and we're even sitting here saying you don't need 40 minutes. You can do 10. Right. Right. And you can combine the exercise and the affirmations together while listening to really good uplifting music rather than like dirty rap music. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, I'm not guilty of that at all, but (laughs) you can totally like kill two birds with one stone there. Right. So the last hack, and this is one that's not for everybody. I will say that, but you can, because we talked about like tricking the subconscious, our brain likes patterns and regularity. It gets comfortable with that. So using a different voice, like using an accent kind of helps trick your brain and rewire the subconscious even faster. That's really cool. So when I first started doing it, it was very uncomfortable for me to say affirmations. I'd never done it in my life. I associated it with like weird people (laughs) and it was like, I literally couldn't get it past the ball in my throat. My throat would tighten up and I couldn't get the words out. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Isn't it amazing how we have this like trapped energy in our bodies and when we try to put vibration to it, 
Our bodies literally shut down. Yeah. And they're like, nope. Because our body's like, no, we're staying safe in There's, the cave. Yep. Yep. There's not, lions out there. Don't leave this cave. <laughs> yeah. This comes out. Who knows what's going to happen? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So be aware of that, you guys. When you, if you've never done affirmations before or if you've never done them in that way, be aware that these triggers are going to pop up. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Yeah. That means you're actually accessing or getting close to accessing the subconscious. I love that. That's a good sign. So when I first started doing my affirmations, for some reason, I was like British nanny voice. Okay, I can do it in that voice. <laughs> and then I would switch it up into like a Southern Bell voice. Mm-hmm. So like any weird accent, just switching it up randomly. But again, you don't want to, I don't want to always do my British nanny voice mm-hmm. because then my brain gets used to that and blocks it. Mm-hmm. So switching it up, sometimes using your own voice, sometimes, you know, using an accent, if that feels appropriate to you. Again, that may not be for everybody, but it's super fun for kids. I love that. That's yeah, one that makes it, it so accessible oh for kids. Kids would love that. Yeah. One last thing that we added was add mm-hmm. breath to it too. Yes. Like if you are breathing and seeing your affirmations, like maybe doing, because, and I learned this actually from Tony Robbins. I love him. Uh-huh. And his morning, he called it his power hour, but you could do it in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And it was like, a, like you breathe in for, for three, like, yes. and then you breathe out. And then to that, you would say things like every day and every way I'm feeling mm. better and better as you're breathing. Yeah. And so, so like rhythm to like, it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he ha- had this rhythm and you're breathing in, 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 out, out, out. And then you're saying this every day and every way I'm feeling healthier and healthier. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, and then, and then he would say, go on a power walk and breathe yeah. in and out and say those things and walk for 10 minutes. Yes. And so I like that to me was very powerful. So mm-hmm. I would go out there and I'd be like marching for 10 minutes, <laughs> breathing and saying like and then and then he would say sometimes like you can yell yes at the end or something so there yes. I am like walking in Provo just saying my affirmations and yelling yes and people I are looking it. at me like I'm weird um oh so gosh, I love that so much <laughs> I love Tony Robbins yes. and the thing is like you feel silly in the beginning but it's like but then you crave it and you look forward to yeah. it like I can't wait for my my power 10 minute walk you know right where I'm just like breathing <laughs> and yelling affirmations to the yeah. world so I I want to add breath to that because mm-hmm. That can, that like breath is energy too. Yeah. Well, and it's nutrition. Mm -hmm. I feel like when we talked about this too, that, you know, we think of nutrition as just food, but I really feel like when I define nutrition, it's any input to our body. So it's breath, it's water, it's food, it's supplements. It's also what podcasts we're listening to, what music we're listening to, what exactly, what Netflix we're binging on at night, what media we are plugged into. Yes. Mm -hmm. All of that is nutrition. nutrition. Exactly. And breath, I would say is probably the first one because it's the one that we can live the shortest without exactly a couple minutes so with with, and I remember you saying this and I used to say this too but like you can't live without food for two weeks Mm -hmm. you can't live without water for two days and you can't live without breath for like two minutes some people they can do like five to ten if you're a Wim Hof you can like (laughs) go a little bit (laughs) exactly and so that's how important like oxygen is for our bodies and Mm -hmm. breath and air and, um, and so, yeah, adding breath to that, adding that nutrient to your affirmations can be really healing. Yeah. And that just made me like taking a deep breath. Yeah. Right. I love it. Just talking about it makes us aware of it's, that. Exactly. Yeah. So what I'm going to do for you guys right now, before we talk about the next thing is actually model this with the affirmations that I've crafted. Um, and I personally love to write affirmations and get like just the right frequency for myself. And then I'll send them to people and give them the invitation to edit 
as it resonates with them. Love that. Because really the affirmation has to resonate with you mm-hmm. in order for it to change the subconscious. It can't feel like a lie. Right. It has to feel like a partial truth in order for it to turn into a truth, right? Right. Yes. And these affirmations are specific to activating the healing programming that's like designed into the cells of our body. Mm-hmm. So they're not your typical affirmations that you would like find if you Googled affirmations. Um, you just touched on a word there designed in the cells of our body. Mm -hmm. Um, guys, if you want a book about this, read biology of belief by because he talks about this. He talks about belief systems and how they literally change our cells. Mm -hmm. And so I I've spoken about that book, like probably 10 times on the podcast. If you haven't read it or listened to it, listen to it today or tomorrow, Mm -hmm. whatever works with your schedule. (laughs) No pressure. No pressure because I know we're all busy, but it's such a good book. Okay. But it does like, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because that's like an ultimate belief that you have to have to heal. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that your body can heal? Yes. That it is actually designed for healing. And if you don't believe that, then go read this book or listen to this book by a doctor who teaches medicine in Mm -hmm. medical school. Have him teach you how cells literally change according to your thought processes and your energy. Yes. So cool. Okay. So I'm going to model this. I just got on Spotify and I searched meditation and if anyone like wants to do this exact same song, it's called uh, Peaceful Meditation. And the song is Breath of Life by Gavin Luke. Giving you credit, Gavin. So these are the affirmations that I use. Dear body, I love you. And I'm totally going to cry. <laughs> That's okay. If you're crying, it means you're getting through to the subconscious. So cry it out. I love myself and I am worthy of love and healing. I nourish my body with healing foods and lifestyle choices and my body responds with health, strength, vitality, and healthy gene expression. (sighs) Every cell in my body vibrates with energy and health and is in communication with all other cells. With every exhale, I release stress and dis-ease. With every inhale, I channel connection, love, and health to every cell. All of my body's systems and organs function properly. My body communicates with me, and I pay attention and give my body what it needs. I am worthy of healing and thriving physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I release and forgive whatever part of my past brought me to this point. My body is divinely designed to heal. And I invite that divinity within me to take the reins. And I always cry on that one. (laughs) I love it. That is so beautiful. Did you come up with those? Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to put, can we put those in the notes? Yeah, totally. Because those are the affirmations I want for myself. I don't think I could have orchestrated anything quite as in like that, that I had goosebumps the entire time you're reading that. I'm like, I need this in my life. I need these messages in my life. Yeah. I need them when I wake up. I need them when I go to bed. That was amazing. And don't you feel like the music made the change? Cause if I was just saying them, I wouldn't have been crying. That's true. And you probably wouldn't have had goosebumps. Like, oh my gosh. So the music is so powerful because we didn't just wake up and we're not just going to bed and we're sitting on our butts, but we still penetrated the subconscious. 
And, so. and think about the, how many times we turn to music when we are sad or mm. we're overwhelmed or we, we're kind of, or, or we're feeling inspired or in love. Mm-hmm. We, we turn to music. Yes. So why not turn to music to reprogram ourselves mm-hmm. to help that subconscious programming change? Yeah. Right. And there's a whole other world that I don't know a ton about that's like sound bathing and certain mm-hmm. frequencies that, you know, you could look into for... Right. For that too. I don't know anything about that, but mm-hmm. this is so powerful. Very powerful. So, okay, you guys, those affirmations will be in the show notes. Okay. So you guys can use that as well. Yeah. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. That was that was amazing. That was so beautiful. That's, and one other thing you can do too is that I usually do in the morning, but just to shorten it up, I'll say each one three times in a row mm-hmm. to really pound it in to the so, subconscious. So do you say one sentence three times? Yes. The next sentence yeah. three times. Dear body, I love you. Dear body, I love you. Dear body, I love you. Amazing. But with emotion and music and, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So, yeah. And it's a lot more powerful because we are still trying to outplay that old tape, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so repetition is important. Very cool. So That was awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. All right. So what's next as far as like subconscious retraining, I'm hoping you're going to share the truth. The truth journal. of mine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, Can we I talk like turn the that? page and like, Oh, here's my little half page. Ripped off. <laughs> yeah. So this to me was so, so important because the power of the truth lies journal can be the thing that makes or breaks you, yes. you know, and well, hopefully it makes you and doesn't break you. Yeah. It, it breaks down old patterns yeah. and restructures new ones. Yes. So tell us more about the truth and lies journal. Okay. So the truth and lies journal is super simple. I've taught my 10 year old daughter how to do it. Anyone who can write can do it. Anyone who can talk like my six year old, Mm -hmm. I can write his for him. Mm -hmm. So we can still do this with little, little kids who have lies. Like I hate myself Mm -hmm. that my kids for some reason say. Mm -hmm. So that's ultimately what truth and lies is. You're identifying the lies that are your negative track and doing specific work to reverse engineer them and then reprogram them. Right. So what you do is you grab a notebook. I just have a spiral notebook in front of me and you're going to divide it vertically into two columns. And on the left column closest to the spiral is where you're going to write truth at the top in the top margin. And then on the top of the right hand margin, you're going to write lies. And maybe we can like include a picture of this in the show notes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So, and then you actually start on the lies column even though it's on the right side of the page, which feels very weird for us Americans. And there's a reason for this. Yes. And, and you're, you're going to explain that yes. to us later. So what you're going to do in the lies column is you're going to think of, and this is hard too, because these lies are stealthy. They're in our own voice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they feel like they're a truth, right? right? But most of the time, these negative thoughts are lies. So we are going to write down specifically and try to get a real handle on what the actual verbiage of the lie is in our brain. And write it down. So one that I had before we were doing the um, Zoom call for the Gutsy members was, I don't deserve to be teaching on mindset. Mm -hmm. That was a thought that kept coming to my head. It was making me kind of freak out doing this Zoom call. And so that would be a lie that I would write on my paper. And I, I want you to try to think of five. If you can't think of five, or if it's too triggering to think of five, maybe do four, three, or two, or even just one to start with. Um, But we want to get the lies down out of the brain onto paper. And then once you've thought of however many you think of, hopefully five, on the truth column of the page, so the column that's closest on the left, closest to the spirals, you are going to reverse engineer the lie and then add on to it. So my lie was, I don't deserve to be teaching about mindset. So we just think of, well, what is the reverse of that? 
I absolutely deserve to be teaching about mindset, but it's not enough to just combat one-to-one with the lie. I have to like add on to it. So I absolutely deserve to teach about mindset and and capital A and D. The and is like super important. And this information is going to change somebody's life today. And doesn't that feel so much more powerful when you put that and there? Yes. And because it's like you're punching the lie in the face. It's like you're wrong because Mm -hmm. of this. And I'm super awesome because of this. Right. I love that. Which is the actual truth. Yes. Right. Because it did change people's lives. It did. And people were like mind blown by this concept and by these tools. Um, Another lie that people brought up was I'm not a good mom. I'm a bad mom. My kids deserve better. (laughs) My kids deserve better. Right. And so the the truth that we reverse engineered was Mm -hmm. I'm a great mom. Or it was like, I'm the perfect mom for my kids. Yeah. It was like, I'm the perfect mom for my kids. And I am exactly the personality they need to help aid them in their journey Mm -hmm. or something like that. But there was something important that you said where the the truth can't be so far from like, if you truly just don't believe these things. Right. So there's, there's like a happy medium of like, like, so for instance, it's like my body doesn't know how to heal. Mm -hmm. And the truth can be like, my body absolutely knows how to heal and it will learn how to fly. Or right. do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's yes. an extreme case, mm-hmm. but what if people truly don't believe their bodies can heal? They have been in dis-ease for so long. Right. Like how do we change that verbiage where it can slowly become more believable? Mm-hmm. So my body so, does know how to heal and I'm working on the tools to help it gravitate slowly towards healing or something. Right. What would you say? Yeah. So, and that's a real issue. So it's called cognitive dissonance. Basically when there's a grand Canyon between what you feel like is true mm-hmm. and where you want to be yeah, and what you're trying to speak into existence, that's mm-hmm. cognitive dissonance. And for a lot of people it's triggering, it turns them off. That's where the throat chakra gets locked. You can't actually right. speak the thing right. because it's too far of a jump from where you're at. Right. And it's not like from where you're at physically, it's mm-hmm. where your mindset is at. Right. So you can totally go slower mm-hmm. and like not add so much onto the lie. Yeah. You definitely want to reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. Like if the, if the lie that someone is saying is like my body can't heal. Yeah. My body can heal. We have to exactly like mirror reverse it. And like, I'm willing to give it the time it needs to heal. Right. Something like that. Something that doesn't feel like a punch in the face to the lie, mm-hmm. maybe. Just like a little, like, like a I'm flick. flicking you away. Just a teeny tiny flick. Yeah. And then that flick can turn into a punch. Yes, down the exactly. Line. And yes. I'm so glad you said that because we can't stick with that easy version of mm-hmm. the truth. It's got to accelerate yes. at some point when you're ready. You know, I want to give an example. There is a Gutsy Health member. Her name is Jasmine, and she's fantastic because she's the perfect example of someone who who slowly but surely, she listened to the podcast. She listened to me on Instagram. She read my posts, and then she joined the membership, like I think like a year later or something after like collecting all this data. Mm-hmm. And she said something. She said, I couldn't have made these changes a year ago. Right. And so, so be, and I love that she was realistic with herself Mm -hmm. because she was still collecting data and that's okay. I think we need to honor where we're at. Yes. Right. So when you are ready to make the change, Mm -hmm. you've already been making these shifts in your brain. Right. So, so the lie can be my body can't heal or my body doesn't know how to heal. And Mm -hmm. the truth can be my body can heal. And I'm currently educating myself on how to heal it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And then that can turn into, and I'm currently 
feeding my body the nutrients it needs to heal. Right. And just keep changing that and to be more realistic. So where yeah. you are in your life right now, if you're just collecting data, amazing. Mm-hmm. Collect the data, let it mull around in your brain, you know, so that you can make more empowered decisions later. Yeah. And you, because you can't go from like one to a million, you have to right. crawl before you can walk and you have to walk before you can run. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't go from crawling to running. Right. That's going to totally. cause all kinds of problems. Totally. <laughs> so. And I think it too, it goes back to like your mindset about mindset. Yes. You know, like if you believe in mindset, then you can mm-hmm. go a little faster. Right. If you like are feeling like this is a weird conversation and you're not totally on board, then you're going to need to go slower until totally. you have a mindset of growth mindset, if that makes sense. Yes. Perfect sense. Yeah. Cause I think like when I started doing this, I was very hesitant, like tiptoeing into it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, this freaking works and it rocks. And right. I'm like, I'm punching lies in the face all day yes. long. Well, as I punch your lamp. <laughs> oh my gosh. Take that lamp. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, yeah. I love that. And, and what's really interesting too, because you know, this reaches such a broad audience, like we're all going to be ready for different messages at this, at different times. Yes. And that's okay. There's multiple ways to hike a mountain. Mm-hmm. There's multiple paths, you know? Yeah. So if this feels too fast and furious, that's okay. Take it slower. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's a different podcast out there that talks about more baby steps, or yeah. if you're ready to be accelerated into the mindset stuff, you know, there's, there's other podcasts for that as well. Yeah. There's other channels. And having an accountability partner too, I think yes. is helpful, you know, like a coach or even mm-hmm. a supportive spouse or friend that, Right. Maybe listen to the podcast with you and you're both oh, like, yeah. yeah, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then that just gives you that support net to feel safe in making changes. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we've written so, down our truth. Yes. Our there's lies. more to it. Yes. <laughs> this is not the end. So we have our lies and then we have our reverse engineered added on to truths on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. And then what you're going to do is rip your page vertically. So you're ripping the lies off right down the center line and paper actually rips really well vertically. You don't have to like the (laughs) grains of it line up well to rip vertically, just so you know. So we rip off the lies and then start ripping them into smaller pieces in your hand while you repeat the phrase, I manage my mindset. My mindset doesn't manage me. That's beautiful. Or you could say, if this resonates with you better, I manage my emotions. My emotions Mm. don't manage me. Oh my gosh. How many people have their emotions manage them all day long? Right. No one has taught us to self-regulate. Right. No one. And a really important truth that I learned is that the brain is an excellent servant, but a terrible master. Oh. So we've got to be in the driver's seat of our brain. Yes. Both hands on the wheel. Yes. The brain is not driving. Right. We are driving. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is all about is like taking a hold of that sacred space in your head and being in control. I think the brain is good at cruise control. Yes. But we can switch that cruise control off and be like, we're done. But cruise control, if you're not paying attention, drives you off a cliff. Yes. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And we're all like just driving off of cliffs every day Yes, and we're imploding and exploding and it's, it's a hot mess. And so I think, I truly think that our generation and those younger or older, whatever, um, people, like we're in this age of self-discovery and mm-hmm. reinvention, right? Yes. Where we are like, we need these tools because we have seen how being emotionally constipated, like where that's gotten us. Mm-hmm. And so I love that. Okay. So yeah. what was that phrase again? I manage my so emotions. So I am managed. 
I manage my emotions. My emotions don't manage Manage me. me. Or I manage my mindset. My mindset doesn't manage me. Amazing. Either one. And you're saying that as you're ripping the lies to shreds. My daughter, she's 10. She loves this. And what she does, she like take it to the next level. We put it in a bowl and we light it up on fire and she watches that baby burn. And it's like so empowering for her to watch that lie of I hate myself Mm -hmm. burn. I love that. And then what you have left is this half sheet of paper still attached in your notebook of these actual truths about you. Because I want to tell you guys something about the lies. The lies, if you play the game right, which is why I love this truth and lies um, technique, Mm -hmm. the lies actually uncover a higher truth about you. Amazing. If you play the game, if you recognize them for what they are, and they're actually in reverse telling you, what your divine potential is. Amazing. I love it. I love it. So that. you're left with this list of five truths and then you, those are your affirmations. So it's a really, really cool way to like write your own individual affirmations and you're going to use music, movement, breath and say each one three times in a row and then go on to the next one. Perfect. Say it three times in a row. Go on to the next one. Say it three times in a row. And this whole process will take like, we talked about like 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, yeah. that's literally it. Yeah. Like put the TV on for the kids. Right. If that's what you need. Or have them do it with you if or, they're old yes. enough. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like this is such a great morning activity mm-hmm. because, and it's, I think it's important for kids to know, like we all have negative tapes. It's not something yes. that we need to hide. Right. We all have them. And we all have the ability to restructure yes. them, to reprogram them. Yes. So as you are modeling that to your kids, teach it to them at the same time mm-hmm. and have them do that. That is and I so think beautiful. It like everyone talks about the stigma of mental health. And I think that just like breaks down the stigma. Like we all have it. Yes. And we also have the ability to get back in the driver's seat mm-hmm. and take the wheel. So I love that. And then the really beautiful thing is if you do this consistently for a while, you have this notebook of little half sheets of mm-hmm. really awesome truths about yourself. I love it. That you can just go back and read through. It's just a journal. Yes. A and journal then, of truths though. Should, like, and can you imagine like, I love it. Cause how many kids have like stumbled upon their parents' journals mm-hmm. and if they yes. find this journal uh, and they're like, wow, what empowering messages my mom tells yes. herself. Right. And so mm-hmm. you are modeling to them healthy mental behaviors. Yes. And that is a beautiful gift to give to our children. Yes. Especially in this time and age where we are self-medicating with cell phones and technology mm-hmm. and video games and social media. Yeah. Like and trying to escape life basically right? with all these things. I mean, statistically speaking, our world, our country, especially we're at the worst mental, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mental health Mm -hmm. than we have ever been. Yeah. And COVID just like, like opened up that wound and poured salt on it. Right. And so this is so important for us to recognize that this isn't sustainable, like being in such upheaval mentally and emotionally, like we got to change this because it's not sustainable. It's not at all. And, and we're like, I see in at Provo health, like younger and younger children Mm -hmm. with more and more emotional and mental, dysfunctions, mm-hmm. right? And moms want a supplement or a vitamin or something. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, this is, this is 33% of it. Right. Right. Yeah. The other 33% of it is environmental yeah. and technology and lighting and EMFs. Mm-hmm. And then the other is like the tapes that they play in their yeah. head. Right. And it's free to do this. It is. Like, <laughs> well, it takes 15 minutes. Yeah. That's all it costs. Right. right? Yeah. So, and a notebook and, and a it, pencil. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so, so much. This was so enlightening. Yeah. Can I say a couple more things? Of course. So, uh, something that we talked about on the podcast was the sociopaths or sorry, not on the podcast in the zoom with the group. 
is the sociopaths of affirmations. Mm -hmm. And these are affirmations that you think are really empowering, but they're actually attracting like backdoor party crashers that are keeping you from healing. Yeah. And these would be affirmations. And this is probably going to trigger somebody. I'm so, and, and so like, let's, let's put it disclaimer there. Like yeah. this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. So prepare yourself because we don't recognize that we all do this. Right. I myself did this too. And I changed my Instagram handle because mm-hmm. of it. Oh, nice. I did. So go ahead. And I do want to say before I say the thing that I'm going to say, but if it's triggering, I want you to ask yourself why. Yes. What part of this is creating cognitive dissonance? Cause that's all trigger is, is the cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. It's there's too big of a leap from what you believe in your mindset and what I'm saying. Yeah. So the sociopath of affirmations are things like, I am a cancer warrior. I am an endometriosis warrior or I'm an autoimmune warrior. I don't know. Like for some reason, warriors coming to mind, but what those do is they're driving home the diagnosis and that you're at war with it. I like the one that you brought up. I have type two diabetes. Oh yes. I'll get to that one in a minute. Mm -hmm. But these ones where it, like, it seems like a positive thing, right? Like I'm a cancer warrior or I'm resilient, but what that invites is a constant fight Mm -hmm. and never jumping over the hurdle to be thriving in your health Mm -hmm. because the affirmation creates identity, right? Right. So it's basically inviting a constant fight with whatever that diagnosis is Mm -hmm. and never getting over it, never releasing it. Right. So I call those the sociopaths of affirmations because they're just really not releasing us into health. Right. And you're you're still tethered to that label. Right. Like that label is still, it's like a, a, it's, it, it has some claim over you. Mm -hmm. And what I changed on my Instagram was, uh, Robin to my Batman who beat stage four cancer's ass. Mm -hmm. And I, and I took that away. Awesome. I was like, I don't, I don't want that, that tie to it anymore. Right. Like I don't want any kind of emotional tether to cancer. Mm -hmm. I don't want, like, I want to be free and I want to live life without any clinging yeah. Any subconscious programming. Yeah. Because it is, it's like subconsciously nurturing that dis-ease, whatever that is. Like, mm-hmm. and I see it. I love that you brought up your Instagram handle. I see it all the time in people's Instagram handles. Like mm-hmm. their identity is so wrapped up in whatever the thing is, autoimmune, infertility, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And if that's so much part of your identity, then would healing be it released. would be an identity crisis for you. Mm. And so it's not going to heal because your body doesn't want to go into identity crisis. And that might not be true for everyone. Yeah. But I think that's where you said like, have a big heart to heart. Yes. What is it about the story mm-hmm. that gives you validity? Right. And why do you need the story to give you power? And like, why mm-hmm. isn't you enough? Right. 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 Like, why can't we say life thriver? Mm-hmm. Human, exactly. human thriver. Like instead of cancer living, thriver, living just life, be a thriver, yeah. like a health thriver. Like living high on life every day. Mm-hmm. Like affirm that into your life. Right. And again, because we are in the cancer world, right? And I can understand how that can be so painful to think about mm-hmm. because yeah, like you beat this, you beat that. Like I, I healed Graves disease. Right. Right. And how do we, how do we go beyond the story mm-hmm. and recognize that, you know, there was value before that. 
Right. And that there is value after that. Like mm-hmm. that's not your only journey yes. is to be a victor of that thing. Like yes. there's more mm-hmm. out there. Yes. And as soon, and it's like, it's keeping your foot on a lower step almost mm-hmm. on a step of progression. Right. If it's, if the identity is like, I'm a cancer thriver or I beat cancer, it's like one foot is always tethered to that lower step and you can't take the next right. step. And I, I always tell people like when it comes to healing, mm-hmm. you, don't wait until you get cancer to heal. Just do it. Right. Just thrive yes. now. Just go. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Don't wait until you hit rock bottom to hit the top. Like right. go for the top. You don't need permission. You don't need a life crisis. You don't need a health crisis to do that. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Right? Because that is just as powerful as hitting rock bottom too. Yeah. And so yeah. don't wait for the rock bottom because the rock bottom sucks. Yeah. And so. there's no need to get there to be a launching pad. Right. Um, that the other thing that we were talking about was like diabetes, how people say it, like I am diabetic. Mm-hmm. It's literally an affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally like speaking that into existence right. and how like damaging is that? And it just wraps around your identity, like this barbed wire that, that is like so deeply rooted in mm-hmm. people's identity right. that it complicates the healing process so much. Because like I was saying, like sometimes healing causes this identity crisis. Like, I don't know who I am without my diabetes. Right. Who am I? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think what I want to end on is that we have to learn how to figure out who we are without yeah. the labels, without the religious affiliation or a title mm-hmm. at work or without the mom title or babe or whatever it is. Yeah. Like who are you, Mm -hmm. just you, right. Find time to look inward and figure out who is in there. And once you can like fully show up as that person, yeah, it can serve all of those other areas of your life better because you're showing up as the highest version of yourself. I love that. And the, the thing that we talked about on the zoom call was like, for me, it's running trail running is when I just feel like I'm me. I'm not mom, mom, mom. I'm not babe. I'm not Mrs. Taylor, the neighbor. You know, I'm just Aubrey. Mm-hmm. And I can connect with me. And then I can show up when I'm done as the fullest version of myself for my family. Yeah. And I think that's like ultimately activating all of our healing. I love that. So that's really great. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Was, and like that last part, it's it's hard. And it's maybe someone needs to hear that out there or a few mm-hmm. people need to hear that out there. Like, freeing ourselves from these stories and these narratives because you are important without them. Mm -hmm. You always have been. Yeah. And, um, and And the healing can't happen. I don't think until we release those words from our inner dialogue and our outer Mm -hmm. dialogue, Mm -hmm. we have to release it in word before our bodies can release it. I love that. Thank you so much. Aubrey, this was amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So many golden nuggets. I hope people were taking notes. Yes. (laughs) Um, There will be show notes too, but um, you guys, the the mental game is everything. And that's the thing I'm learning. 2020, the year of clear vision, right? right? Perfect vision. (laughs) That's really what it has felt like for me. And healing it's mind, body, soul, Mm -hmm. right? We focus so much on the body and I recognize that and I recognize my blind spots, right? Mm. And so that's why people like you are showing up in my life right now. And I'm like, oh, I needed to hear this and people need to hear this too because we are worthy of healthy mental talk. We are worthy of these positive 
subconscious tapes that uplift us and help us grow and be our our best version of our highest self like right. you said yes so, thank you again Love for it. imparting your uh your wisdom on us if you you guys aubrey is one of our wellness counselors <laughs> and if you want to listen to that zoom it's that we did with the members uh it's in the gutsy health membership if you have questions reach out to us we are happy to answer them how can people get a hold of you other than um, through Provo Health. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram. It's at heel underscore your underscore the number three. We're, we're having you like do a little course with the yes, membership, and right? Developing a course uh-huh. of all this mindset stuff. Yes. Um, it's in the works. It's not done. It's not done yet, <laughs> but we'll announce when it is yes. so you can access it. So yeah. you guys, thank you for checking in. Your time is so valuable to us. And we're so grateful that you download the podcast and you um, invest in your own health and your mental well-being and your physical well-being. If you could just leave a review, that would be amazing. Um, and share with your friends <laughs> if you feel so inclined. And uh, Tristan, we missed you. We love you. We hope you're having fun in Denver without me. <laughs> Until next time, see you guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>